you think you know what we're going to talk about. But unfortunately, I fell down a damn rabbit hole and I've not gotten out yet. <laughs> Knife bros. I literally googled Sebastian Stan hands. But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. Well, yeah, because like, usually in astrology, they would partner up air signs with fire signs. All right, you can, you can huggle. Time travel stories. and At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. Well, we should make it a topic. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't take German in school. I barely took, I took Spanish and I don't remember any of it. Three Fates Decide podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Three Fates Decide. My name is Sam, and I am here with my other two co-hosts, Liz and Mary. Say hello, ladies. Hi. And today, we're going to be talking about, uh, we kind of got inspiration for this topic due to a controversy that actually just happened at the Oscars. Uh, As pretty much I'm sure everyone in the world knows, uh, something happened at the Academy Awards this year. Uh, where one Will Smith, who was nominated for uh, the Academy or for the Oscar for Best Leading Actor, walked on stage and slapped Chris Rock across the face on live TV, and then won Best Actor. And you know, then there was all this controversy on you know how's the Academy going to punish him and stuff like that, and you know everything kind of going crazy and actually this week so this was actually a perfect time to do this episode uh this week it was announced that uh will will be suspended or excuse me banned from coming to the oscars and uh he can't like put like a video or whatever for the oscars for 10 years but he can still be nominated he could technically still win so that's his punishment he had already resigned from the academy and now he's not allowed to come to the oscars or be a part of the oscars ceremony uh for 10 years it also came out and i i've heard mixed reviews so i I don't know if it's true but i did read that he there's a possibility that he did go to like rehab for like therapy yeah you know so don't quote me on that one it's Mm -hmm. there's been so many articles and stuff going on so many rumors and things like that but So what we decided to do is in light of this situation, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about, you know, is this the worst thing that has ever happened at the Academy Awards? And a lot of history of the Academy of the Academy Awards have actually come out as a result and has shown so many terrible moments that are way worse than what happened. Not to say that this wasn't bad. I mean, this was more of a surprise, I think, than anything. But some things that were 10 times worse than what happened have happened in the past at the Oscars. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Some of the, the more controversial and terrible moments in Oscar history. Yeah. I, I watched a video a couple of days after the, uh, the infamous slap now as as it'll be known. Slap heard around the world. Basically. Yes. Um, on you, it was a it was on it was a YouTube video, and it was a guy that is a professional. Um, he reads body language professionally. Mm-hmm. That that's his job, and he he kind of broke down like all three people that were pretty much involved in it, which was Chris Rock, Jada Pinkett Smith, and then Will Smith. And he said he started with Jada because after Chris Rock made the remark the the joke he's like yeah you can see them laughing for like a second because they're front row they know the cameras are right on them so they're being polite they're laughing but then you see jada's entire body go from being very open and relaxed and comfortable to she sit she was leaning back but then she as soon as the the joke registered she sits up brings her hands into herself clasps her hands together and you can just kind of see like this whole defeated look like just kind of come over her entire her entire body and because they were because he was talking about whether it was um there's been there was controversy of whether or not it was actually a staged 
it was planned or if it was Mm -hmm. a real reaction. And according to him, after breaking down all three of them, because he went from Jada, then he went to, you look at Chris Rock's reaction to it, how he makes the joke, but then Will gets up and he's walking, but you see him standing with his hands behind his back. He's leaning forward, almost like he's anticipating something to happen. But he said, it's because the lights are so bright you can't see, which is true. I've been on on a stage like that has like in a theater that has the real bright lights. You can't see the audience for nothing. You can just see movement. Mm-hmm. And Sam, you know that too. Yep. Um, so he's like kind of leaning forward trying to see who's coming and what's going on. And then you see him get slapped reel back and he wants to bring his fist up real quick. You know, he, mm-hmm. he wants to, but then he stops himself really quickly and brings his hands back behind his back again and stands very straight and regal in his poise, in his pose. Like he's physically holding himself back from reacting. Like he wants to, cause that's a natural reaction. Like right. somebody hits you, you're like, you just kind of want to like slap them back. Yeah. I, which <laughs> I wouldn't blame. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him either. I was, I was actually very surprised he didn't. Yeah. But, and then it showed, then he was, then he talked about how, uh, Will's, Will's reaction to first off the joke. Cause you can see they're laughing, kind of like politely laughing with about the joke. And then he's like, you should, they, he wishes the cameras would have stayed because then he, he thinks you would have understood what he, why he did what he did almost. He wasn't condemning him or, or condoning him. He was just stating that it's because he probably looked over at Jada and saw Jada shrink into herself again. And he's like, that's, that's a horrible feeling to feel and to see the person you love go from being very comfortable and relaxed to being very closed off and uncomfortable and not in a very good, good place mentally at that point. So he's like, he can almost see why he did it. He doesn't, he's, he said he shouldn't have done it to begin with, but especially not on live TV. Right. Right. That should have been something that was handled backstage or I, I had said like, you know, we, I was you know talking about it. Um, with people and I said I was like I would have thought a better reaction you know like when he started yelling because I think I thought it was a skit until Will started yelling at Chris yeah you know keep my wife's name out out your fucking mouth when I would have had more respect for Will if that's what he said like if he just started yelling that Mm -hmm. on live TV because they could have you know, there's that delay so that they could bleep stuff out anyway and whatever. He probably would have gotten a fine or something from, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like he could have gone to jail for what he did. The he cops could've. were ready to go in and get him. And Chris was like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not going to press charges. I'm not going to press charges. Like, they were going to get him. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is people didn't understand why Will was allowed to continue to stay at the awards and then like literally days later the academy was like well we told him to leave but he refused really like did you i mean like got enough bodyguards there and security you could have you could have gotten him out right right obviously like there was a commercial break right after that award so as soon Mm -hmm. as that award was done they could have gotten him out no problem. And it wouldn't, people at home wouldn't know any better. Well, they would have once, like, the award happened, but, like, but yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was shady on the Academy. Like, I feel like they were throwing Will under the bus on that one. Yeah. Maybe they suggested, but, like, you know, it was said, like, during commercial break, like, Denzel went over to him and was calming him down. And Tyler, Tyler Perry was over there. And Bradley Cooper walked up and was talking. Like, so all of these guys went over and was like, dude, like, you know, this is potentially the best night of your career. Like, chill. Yeah. And, it's like, you know, he wound up winning. He got a standing ovation, which I thought was 
a little ridiculous. And like, I know on CBS, they interviewed Jim Carrey. And he said he thought it was disgusting that Hollywood gave Will a standing ovation after something like that. Like, okay, fine, you're going to clap because he won. But like, you gave him a standing ovation. The man just committed like battery. Yeah. On live TV. Assault. It wasn't battery. Yeah. It was assault. But he hit he him. Isn't that battery? Assault and battery is a little, battery is a little different, I think. I thought the assault was the threat and the battery was the actual action. I could be wrong. I could I could get it mixed up. But he, he committed a crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh... it could also be whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony, too, depending. Right. So battery might just be a misdemeanor and it could have just been battery and not assault. Because yeah. it wasn't, I don't think it would have been. Yeah. I don't but, think it, you know, so. Felony. It. it it um but so it, it really just shocked me i have always been a will smith fan you know Same. and to see that it made me very mm-hmm. sad i was very disappointed mm-hmm. and i worry that this will ruin his career you know um at least for a while i mean i'm hoping he can come back from this one yeah. day i'm not going to go into my own personal uh, opinion on you know his wife and that whole thing because that's a whole that, that's a whole other topic and that that's not a topic that we really need to be discussing right even so, though it's but, been even though it's been discussed publicly I'm not comfortable discussing that particular topic on any right. celebrity right because uh, we don't know what goes behind, goes on behind closed doors exactly. But, um, you know, it, it is, it was, you know, a, a terrible, you mm-hmm. know, it's been terrible for him. I'm sure since then, again, a night that was supposed to be the best night of his career. He had been working so hard to get to this point. He finally mm-hmm. got there and he made a stupid decision. Yep. And now look like to the point, mm-hmm. I think even like the Williams sisters are like, you know what, like they, they didn't, they were so angry at him after that because you know my whole my other thing is that he got up there for his acceptance speech and he defended himself for doing what he did i know. You know and then not only did he defend himself but he used the william sister's father as a defense and apparently the real richard williams and you know the william sister like they were all very angry at him for doing that because Richard would never do that. What he did. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, again, it, it's, I hope he can come back from this. He is a very talented actor. I know there's been talks about possibly having his award taken away. I don't think that that needs to happen because his, that has nothing to do with this. You know, he won that Best Actor Award because of his acting ability. And -hmm. if they were to do that, then they need to go back. And uh, we're going to go through, you know, some of these things tonight. But they need to go back and remove some other people. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because let me tell you something. You know, it's it's so funny because afterwards it's like, oh, the worst moment to ever happen in Oscars history. Nope. Sorry. Was not. And we're going to go through it. <laughs> there's exactly. some, uh, there's some crazies. Uh, there is. Liz, I know you had posted, uh, two, two, two articles. And then I also found another one. So I don't know if there's a particular one we want to start with. Well, the one is controversial winner, so we can kind of do that too. But I think the most, I have the darkest moments and, you found the most scandalous moments in Oscar history. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like, the whole situation with Will and Chris and everything is, like, it's a mix of, like... Well, I don't think it... I, I don't... I mean, it's debatable whether this recent thing is, like, dark, but it's definitely controversial and quite shocking at the very mm-hmm. minimum. So, you know... And actually, I, I do notice that on um, your dark 
the dark list, it's like there are a handful of overlaps with the other two that I found. Right. So. Which I figured. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would, would be the case. So. But there's a couple in here that. Uh, well, there's one in the one that you found, Sam, that's not in the ones that Liz posted. Well, actually, there's two. Okay. So. Yeah, and it's so funny on the one that I found, which is the darkest moments, the will slap is in there. And I don't, as you said, Liz, like, I don't consider that dark. It's controversial. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it it just, if I was a comedian, I'd be terrified now. (laughs) Like, I want plexiglass in front of the stage from now on. So that no one can come near me. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have to give Chris Rock props. You could tell he was definitely shaken up afterwards. He had a hard time speaking, but he held Mm -hmm. his composure very, very well. And he has not spoken about it really publicly since. He's on tour right now. And he starts every single show with, I'm not talking about it. So I do give him, you know, props. Like, he really could have taken this and, you know, but... You know, I'm sure he doesn't want to make this worse than it already is. I mean, but Will is losing everything as a result of this. So, I mean, you know, you could like, you know, I've seen a, online like there's very mixed reactions over the whole situation. Like there are pe- plenty of people who support what Will did and plenty of people who think what he did was stupid and wrong. And at the end of the day, it's like, look, Chris Rock, whether you thought what he said was grossly inappropriate or this was a whole overreaction you do have to like at least give him credit for trying to keep the show going after he got slapped because you know not everyone would be able to focus on the whole reason why they were on the stage to begin with so again i mean you could you could totally think that his you know, his joke was stupid and inappropriate and kind of insulting, et cetera. You, you told, that's a perfectly valid opinion to have, but you know, you do have to give him credit for like trying to be a professional while he's on the stage. Cause he was, you know, asked to be a presenter for an award and he did try to redirect the show back on track, you know, despite what happens. So. Well, I was like, I was thinking when with the joke that he made about Jada, I understand she's quite self-conscious about her hair since she's had the medical diagnosis of alopecia. I mean, I think she looks phenomenal with or without the hair. I mean, she looks phenomenal either way. But I can see how it might have upset her and then it in turn upset Will because it upset her. But that doesn't give, I don't, it doesn't give him the right to do what he did, obviously. And I'm not saying that what he did was right, but I can see why it upset them so much right. on top of a few other things that happened years before. Right. Right. Yeah. There's a mix of history. Apparently Chris always you know, makes a joke at Jada's expense and there's some uh-huh. rough history between the two. And, right. uh, know apparently Chris didn't know that she had alopecia Mm -hmm. um and it's funny because not long before the awards she went on Instagram and said if anyone wants to make fun of me they can go ahead I'm fine with with you know shaving my head or you know like something along those lines so it's kind of like which I mean granted yeah you can say that but when it's actually happening like you can't control how you feel like you know, you, right. you can try and say, like, you know, it's not going to bother me if people want to make fun of me because I shaved my head. But when it actually happens. You just don't. Yeah. I don't know. Right. But- That's why I said I can I can see why they were upset, why both of them got upset. But it, it doesn't excuse his it doesn't excuse his actions in any way, shape or form, because Will could have gone about that so many different ways. He unfortunately chose the one way that causes that caused the most 
controversy, drama, and overshadowed the entire event for everybody else. Yeah. And that makes me sad. Right. Now, yeah, because he won Best Actor, and now nobody's ever going to be able to talk about him winning Best Actor without bringing this up. <laughs> so, And it, it really took the attention away from all the other winners, and there was some historical wins that mm-hmm. everything was just completely overshadowed like i saw so many people that were that posted like i wouldn't have even known the oscars happened if it wasn't for the will smith slap in in the history of oscars there's been people who have declined their oscars in 1936 screenwriter dudley nichols declined his oscar uh he was actually i think the first to decline an Oscar, and he did it because the Writers Guild was striking at the time, and he did it in protest um, and as an act of solidarity. The Writers Guild. He said, "Yeah, nope, keep your trophy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just chatting with Mary earlier about this, and it's like, I mean, in in that kind of a situation, honestly, I don't blame him for wanting to do it because you know what, if your if your you and your peers as a collective are, you know, dealing with like contract negotiation disagreements and whatnot, and you know, it 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 only seems like the right moral decision, I guess you could say, to decline your Oscar because it's like, you know, why should I get involved like participate in this when you're not treating me and my peers fairly so you know i can't blame him for that right um another refusal was actually in 1973 marlon brando had won best actor for his role in the godfather and he refused as a protest over hollywood's issues with the representation of native americans in film he sent a native american um, I don't even know if this is how you pronounce it. Sachin Littlefeather, who is an who was an activist and an actor, to go in his place and decline the award. She was uh, basically greeted with a mix of boos and cheers, and apparently John Wayne had to be held back by security because he was rushing the stage to attack her. And then later on, uh, Clint Eastwood had gone up uh, presenting an award and mocked uh, Brando and Littlefeather. So, you know, it really disgusting. <laughs> like, first of all, it opened my eyes. I didn't realize how bad John Wayne was. He is a he was a terrible, terrible racist. Disgusting. Somehow I'm not surprised, honestly. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, it, I mean, it's it's horrible, it's awful, but I mean, he was a hell of an actor. Yeah. Which but which is makes with that surprise, right? And like he did, see, and it's like he did all the western films. Yeah, he didn't care about representation and stuff like that. I mean, you know, bravo to Brando. And granted, it's not like he hadn't won the Academy Award before, so he didn't need another trophy. But, you know, still, like, to stand up for that and allow uh, Little Feather to come up and, and, and do that. I mean, I, I, that's she's brave. Yeah, you know, crazy. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, reading about this situation like it just remind it, it just puts that whole oscar so white thing that happened a few years ago in a whole other perspective doesn't mm-hmm. it? yep yeah whole other perspective that's on my list i think yeah get it uh let's see another rejection uh 1971 george c scott rejected his award for best oscar um, didn't even want to be nominated, but they nominated him anyway. And then he won. He wasn't there to accept the award, using instead to spend the night at home in New York. And he said he didn't like the idea of creative performances being compared. 
that's why he didn't want to be nominated or win. I mean, you know, I kind of get it, but listen, life's a competition. This one, I, 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 you know, but life's a competition in every aspect, whether you think it's a competition or not. But this is a, I feel like a friendly competition. Most of the time, like you're all there to support each other. Just being nominated is an honor, you know, like, but then again, I don't know how I'd feel if it was me. Right. Well, the other thing also is that it's an award given by your peers and an organization that uh, you may or may not necessarily be a member of, but, you know, a good number of your peers and, you know, even uh, people above you are members of it. And, you know, they choose to nominate you. They choose to even let vote for you. So it's like... Mm-hmm. Maybe internally you feel like you don't deserve it or you don't want it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's their choice to give it to you. So it's like, you know. You're being rude. You're (laughs) right. Well, it's like it's also like in a way your personal opinion about whether you should get one or not is kind of irrelevant because it's up to other people voting for you to decide that they think you should get it. So, yeah. Unlike, unlike, you know, that first rejection we were talking about where it's like, you know, that was a gen, that was actually a protest about stuff. So that's why you're refusing, which is fair enough, you know. Um, in 1974, a streaker <laughs> interrupted the ceremony. Artist and photographer Robert Opal uh, decided to protest and run across the stage butt naked at the Oscars. And uh, while well, David Niven was on stage and uh, he, uh, he was a photographer, gay rights activist. So I guess he felt that that was the way to, I don't know. But apparently David Niven said right after it happened, because, you know, again, live TV, Isn't it fascinating to think that probably the only laugh that man will ever get in his life is by stripping off and showing his shortcomings? (laughs) And apparently that saved the show because everyone then started laughing and then they continued with the show. I'm not sure like why it's part of that. Well, okay, it happens to be on like more than one list that we're that we're going back and forth on. But I just find it weird that it's on their dark list because it's like. It's it it funny. You know, surprising. It's funny. It it is somewhat controversial, but how is that dark? I don't get it. <laughs> you should do better screen rant. You should do better. Yeah. <laughs> right? Come on, man. Yeah, it's like Come that on, that's man. just funny. Yeah. That's just funny. That that's not dark. It's funny. And they even say in the paragraph, like, it's probably one of the funnier mishaps, but you have it on the darkest moments. I don't get it. Um, let's see. So on your list on good housekeeping, two back-to-back, so crazy outfits. So in 1986, Cher wore her feathered outfit, which I think everyone remembers. Oh, yes. Which was just like, yeah. yeah but I mean, she looked hella good. She did. She looked hella good. You know what? Maybe if I look like that, I wouldn't care either. Right? (laughs) And then in 1986, Edie Williams wore an outfit that literally, she was was basically naked with pearls in front of, like, uh, over her. Over her boobs and her uh, vagina. I I know it's pronounced vagina, but I'm just calling it a vagina. Okay, to, to be honest with you, right? But to be honest with you, until like I found this list and I was scrolling through it, I had I had never heard of this actress actually. Katie Williams. Yeah, I I literally have never heard of her before. I don't I don't think I've ever watched anything she's in. So I'm like, who? I'm sorry <laughs> if if I offended anybody who's like a fan of hers or anything, but I'm just being honest here. Like I've I've never heard of her, so. That's okay. That's okay. 
It is a bold statement to make, though. I I honestly, I've not... I'm not real familiar with her. I think I've seen other lists where she's that she's been on with her outfits. Yeah. And that's really about it. Um, other outfit craziness in 2000, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, who are... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, they decided to dress like J-Lo and Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> but apparently they were on acid the time so it does kind of make sense but when I say they dress like JLo I mean he's wearing the green like low cut in the front like yeah that's what he wore to the Oscars yes yeah um 2001 I can't I don't know how to pronounce her name um oh Bjork Bjork thank you wore a swan dress I remember that that. (laughs) I remember that I mean, if it didn't have the swan head, it would actually look pretty amazing, actually. Right. Yeah. I mean, if we just take take everything from the right, the, the left shoulder to the right titty off, it'd be perfect. Yeah, it would make her look like she's like an ethereal cloud or something, you know, or uh-huh. like a cloud slash ballerina tutu kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But the actual, yeah. but you know, the fake swan head is just no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, some other crazy things that have happened. Uh, the time that Angelina Jolie brought her brother to the show. I remember they, that one too. They made out. Yes. On the red carpet. Yes, they did. I remember that too. That was weird, weird man. Is weird, yeah. And apparently that night she had won Best Supporting Actress for Girl Interrupted, which is a very good movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. In her speech, she said, "I'm so in love with my brother right now." That, like, what, dude? What does it matter with you? In 1989, apparently Rob Lowe did a modified version of a performance, a modified version of mm-hmm. Proud Mary alongside like snow white and apparently it was so bad that disney tried to sue for infringement that's pretty sad <laughs> i'm just confused about that like what <laughs> i kind of want to watch it just to see how bad it really is um the surprise wins we can go over based off of that other list but here's one in 2003 adrian brody kissed halle berry after winning actor and she had she didn't consent she had no idea what was happening he just ran up and kissed her dipped her and kissed her yep I remember that one too Yep. and she was just shocked but she went with it yep definitely a, a bizarre and like he went like the pianist which was like such a beautiful sad movie uh huh <laughs> that's what you do when you win best actor like oh god I can't, I can't do it I can't deal with people this is why I this is why I'm single and I don't leave my house that often <laughs> Just like you Sam I can't deal with people and I these can't. are freaking celebrities and I'm like I'm done I'm done. <laughs> like you guys are too much. Stop it. Basically. Um, let's see. In 2012, Sasha Baron Cohen came and had Kim Jong ashes in a urn. Not like the real ashes, they were fake ashes, but yeah. For his uh Borat. Or no, not Borat. Um Admiral General Hafaz Al-Ladin was the character. I have to admit that was a, I mean, it, it is a bit of dark, it is dark humor, but it was actually kind of funny, though. <laughs> I have to admit. Yeah. It was so completely ridiculous. <laughs> oh, apparently while he was being interviewed with Brian Seacrest, he spilled the ashes, which later revealed to be pancake mix onto Seacrest. 
God. <laughs> I mean, it's dark humor, but it is pretty funny, though. I have that you know that's how he is like yeah <laughs> it really doesn't surprise me but it's funny oh god uh some of the the, the worst oscar telecast was because of that really really bad hosts uh anne hathaway and james Fran- franco he yeah, did her best was- man he really did she tried. Just, he was he was not into it at all the tool bag so oh my god here's what i remember <laughs> 2014 john travolta was presenting dina menzel and called her mm-hmm. adele dazim I, I remember that i was like wait yeah. what? <laughs> when he did it i was like what did he just say yeah. like what oh my god so funny so funny, Del Dazim. I was like, "What is what?" And then I just remember after that, like people made like these like things, and it's like you put in your name, and they would Travolta eyes it. <laughs> you know how he would pronounce you. <laughs> oh oh yeah, and when uh, Josh Gad was introducing Adina. Or uh, into the unknown. He <laughs> 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 pointed out like how how this is the correct way to pronounce her name. <laughs> well, and I think I don't know if it was what award show it was, but she was presenting. She was doing something, and she she announced herself as Adele Dazim. Listen, I would too. Let's just be honest. Right. Yeah. Uh, here, what you mentioned before, 2015 and 2016, no black nominees for anything. Any weeds. So, they boycotted Oscars, which, you know what? 100%, man. I, it was, it just didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. Thus, the hashtag Oscars so white and hashtag white Oscars created on social mm. media. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They haven't made that mistake since. <laughs> no. Shit, like, come on, man. Like, you cannot tell me no one, no person of color deserved anything that those two years. Two years? Like, really? Right. All I can say is that, like, if there was ever a year where um, no, you know, people of color got nominated for anything, that just says a lot more about the industry um, and the Academy itself more than anything, because it just tells you as an outsider, tells us as outsiders that uh, maybe studios should have been green lighting <laughs> And casting, you know, a wider net of talent, you know, in the talent pool, mm-hmm. if that's if that's what's happening here, because it's like, I mean, like you were just, you, like you were just kind of saying, is that you know, how is it possible that not even one person got nominated those two years? I mean, that's just like, how is that even possible, really? Exactly. So. It's disgusting, and I hope they learn their lesson. Be stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 2017, The Wrong Movie gets announced for Best Picture. I remember this. Faye Dunaway oh. and Warren Beatty. And I swear, I think Faye Dunaway was the one that announced it. I don't even think she looked at the card, if I, if I like remember correctly. But they announced that La La Land had won. So they all went up and they had their trophies and, you know, they give them the envelope or whatever. And it was the director, I believe, of La La Land that went, well, wait, it's not us. Like, Moonlight, you guys won. So they all had to hand their trophies over and all that, like. Yeah, that. I don't know if that's really dark because it's listed on the dark list, but I don't know if that's really dark. It's more like you guys all look like clowns. Right. Is what that was. But, like. 
here's my whole thing. Dunaway and Warren Beatty, they're old. Like, you need to, like, you know, kind of like this this past year when they had um, Lady Gaga with Liza Minnelli. You need to have someone up there who's, like, you know, right of mind instead of two older actors that are kind of, like, out of it and stuff like this happens. Which, by the way, I'm going to say this. Bravo to Lady Gaga for how, you know, how supportive she was for Liza Minnelli. I thought that was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It was so sad to see Liza like that. But, I mean, she's lucky she's alive and that she can talk at all. So, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2019, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper a steamy performance. I remember this. Everyone thought that they were together because I believe Lady Gaga had just broken up with I can't remember who she was with at the time, but with her Taylor something. And I think Bradley was in the middle of like a divorce or whatever from his wife. People already loved them because A Star is Born. Like They loved them together. They were shipping them and then Oh, I'm sorry, Lady Gaga was engaged at the time. But they, I think they were both, like, on the cusp of breaking up, or I don't know, there was something. But when they sang Shallow, they really uh, really performed. They just mm-hmm. fueled that romance fire. I remember that song, though. Uh, 2020, the lights went down on Parasite during their acceptance speech, which is just so mean. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a really, truly one of those historical wins. I mean, you know, I I honestly think like the whole team, you know, working on that movie, they were honestly shocked that they got more than one award. I mean, they probably went in suspecting they were going to get, you know, the best, you know, foreign language movie award because they were going in like pretty strong. But, you know, getting the other three awards were probably very surprising to them that they actually got them more international cinema guys <laughs> i agree seriously. Oh, i agree all Definitely. right and, and then let's go over some controversial wins people didn't like uh in 2006 everyone thought brokeback mountain was gonna win this picture I can't quit you. And uh, instead, Crash won. Caused a lot of controversy. Yeah. Controversy. Because Brokeback Mountain literally won at everything. They cleaned up everywhere and then lost the Oscar. Which I never get. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Right. And it was also going in as, like, a critical darling, too. Right. I mean, yeah. But, you know, a lot of the theory is that, like, a lot of... People in the voting pool are too conservative about, you know, the idea of, like, a movie with two gay cowboys would win. Well, right. And that's the whole thing is apparently there had been talks about how, uh, like, homophobia and stuff like that and, and you know, um, certain Academy members and, and stuff like that spoke out against the film. They sang, again, John Wayne. Because, you know, you can't make a cowboy movie without talking about John Wayne. But how much he would have despised the movie because of gay cowboys. Like, who the hell cares? Who cares? Not to mention, how do you know there were no gay cowboys? You know? Because, I mean, at the time, in, like, that real heyday of, you know, when there were, like, you know, there were more cowboys than there are now. Like... You think about back in those days, would you, uh, would anyone ever admit that, uh, you know, would would guys ever admit that they are into other guys? I mean, the answer is obviously no. So how, how would you know? Really? It's kind of like, it, it, I mean, we could always talk about this in a future episode as well, but it's kind of like how, again, with Westerns, like, quite a few historians have said that, like, when you look at Hollywood Westerns, especially the really famous classics from, you know, the Golden Age and everything, 
it's so whitewashed. Like you rarely ever see characters that aren't white on screen. And when you do see non-white characters, they're either played by white actors or they are the villains or the helpless villagers or whatever, you know. So it's like, why are you people using those as like the example of how you know westerns should be i mean it's like you guys don't pretend like there weren't black cowboys when there were totally black cowboys it's a historical fact so it's like and and same thing with like there were mexican american people out in the west who were cowboys as well and yet you don't see that very much in a lot of those movies too so again, how, why are you basing, you know, those Hollywood movies as like the the gold standard, if you will, of how to portray the West when that's when they were never historically accurate anyway? Twenty nineteen Green Book wins over uh, wins Best Picture over Roma, and I think what people were more confused about is Green Book was a Netflix movie, and Roma was a uh, was not. It was a, a an acclaimed drama, and it had again won at all of these other award shows and had top honors and stuff like that. And then this Netflix movie kind of comes in and steals it. But I didn't see either of these movies, so I cannot uh, say which I would prefer. But I think it was just because it was, it was a Netflix movie. No, because right, I, and this was kind of like the beginning of, of all that. If you really think about it, you know, like now, you know, like this year, Coda, which was a H, is it H, Apple TV? It was no, I thought it was Amazon. Amazon, oh, it was something. But a lot of you know these streaming like shows and movies and all that, they're as legit as regular, you know, big production movies. I mean. Which is great because it gives actors more opportunities or gives everyone more opportunities. Pimi and Rhapsody wins best, best editing, and apparently, even the editor didn't think that they should have won best editing. If a pie wins best cinema, cinematography, and like people just slam the crap out of it because it was all CGI. And yeah. so they're like, they're like, what cinematography? Like, there is no cinematography really a green screen i mean yeah i mean like the edit like if they won for editing that obviously would make a hundred percent sense right right like really i kind of get that grammy malik wins best actor over bradley cooper honestly i think could have been either or both movies were really good both actors were really good in their movies yeah I mean, I guess like I guess the controversy of that is that like Rami won because it's the class like quote unquote the classic formula of how to win an acting Oscar, which is like number one playing a real life person mm-hmm. and two the makeup work prosthetics. I mean, those are like the two formulaic uh, things you do to win. So. He is pretty damn good, Freddie Mercury. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, no, yeah, oh yeah, I, I yeah. agree with no, that. You're, you're right. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, it, that's, it wasn't that's, just him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like it's the criticism about yeah. why they picked him over Bradley. Yeah, uh, Marissa Tomei won Best Supporting Actress for My Cousin Vinny, and like people think that. It was like a mistake. Like she really shouldn't have won. Which I mean, well, if it was a mistake, mistake, wouldn't they have like they did before? Wouldn't they have just owned up to it? Right. I mean, I guess the reason why it was kind of weird was because it's my cousin Vinny, which is again a fantastic movie, not Oscar worthy. I I would think you know I I didn't think it was Oscar worthy, but I mean, and she was very good in it. Yeah, I haven't seen the others. Like again, can't give my personal thing, but like my cousin Vinny kind of makes me think of like you know 
those movies that you watch like on like a Friday night, like when you're bo- like anytime it's on TV, like I watch it, but I don't go out of my way. To watch right. It. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, basically, it's not like your your typical Oscar award bait kind of movie, right. really. Oh, this one. I agree with. Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture over Saving Private Ryan. Are you freaking kidding me? I'm still angry yeah. about that. Yeah, I, I I don't understand how this movie won over Saving Private Ryan. Saving, Saving Private Ryan was amazing. Yeah, it was. And it should have won. The opening scene in Saving Private Ryan alone, like they, they deserved an Oscar. The, the, the Normandy Beach scene, D-Day, like, it, it, like to the point, like, they actually said that vets, World War II vets, couldn't even watch it because of how realistic it was. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. And she, I'm sorry, Shakespeare in Love isn't even that good of a movie. No. I didn't think it was that good. It was pretty tropey. Right? Like, literally, yeah. I mean, I remember literally the only part of that movie I genuinely liked is literally like the last, like, what, five, ten minutes where they're recreating scenes from Romeo and Juliet. That was the only part of the movie that I actually liked. Otherwise, everything else was like so typically tropey right they're they're secretly you know seeing each other and all whatever i'm sorry life and life is beautiful was also nominated that was better t- 10 times better than shakespeare and love that's a very sad movie by the way like, oh yeah that uh, was a very good movie as well and yeah. again that was also um that was also a world war ii movie yes. of a different sort yes yeah, it's definitely a different, different sort. But I mean, uh, whatever. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, Driving Miss Daisy wins Best Picture, and I mean that I I, I do love that movie. It was a very yeah amazing movie. It was up against Poet Society, also fantastic movie. Uh, Born on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And Do the Right Thing. No. Yes. I think that was the most controversial no, that was part the most about controversial. it, though. Yeah, is because they rejected because that one. It was not part of it. That, yeah. was, that was a big thing. It should have been. And Do the Right Thing probably should have won. Right. If it had been nominated. Because that's the funny thing is in the article they did point out that, you know, it's like Driving Miss Daisy was kind of the one that won partially because of like the whole issue of like, you know, racism and stuff like that. But yet Do the Right Thing was never even considered. And that also addresses racism in a in a different angle, you know, Mm -hmm. so. Oh, my God, I didn't even. So this was in 1990 and Kim Basinger. I don't know if this was scripted or if she just added this in, but this is what she said. This is what she told the audience. We've got five great films here, and they're all great for one reason. They tell the truth. But there is one film missing from this list that deserves to be on it because, ironically, it might tell the biggest truth of all, and that's do the right thing. Like, mm-hmm. dude, props to Kim Basinger. Probably got yeah. and. <laughs> I, I would say that was not scripted. That was just her own feelings on the matter. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no way. To, yeah, because there's no I, way to produce her. I didn't think it was scripted, but yeah. yeah. Tom Hooper wins Best Director over over David Fincher. Uh, the King's Speech, which I love. I have to say, it is one of my. Uh, favorite movies. I, I do love that movie. Um, but one for best picture and best director over the social network, which is also a good movie about uh, Facebook being created. So that was kind of the 
controversy because, you know, again, I guess kind of similar where the King's speech is all about this historical, you know, drama of late King of England, the Queen's father. Um, social network is, is more, you know, uh, modern and, and, you know, had a lot more, I guess, craziness. So again, it's kind of like the same thing that you said before. It's like the typical way to win an Oscar. You know, they went with the state right. route. <laughs> um, Forrest Gump wins Best Picture over Pulp Fiction. I don't see how that's controversial. Forrest Gump is amazing. Yeah, I liked Forrest Gump. Like, I mean, Pulp Fiction, like, I liked it, but I don't see how that should have won over Forrest Gump, to be honest. I mean, I've all, but then again, my own personal opinion is like, I've had like mixed feelings about Tarantino. Yeah, I'm the same. He's a hit or yeah. miss for well, me. Well, I was going to say, Tarantino, Pulp Fiction became more of a cult classic right. over right. the years. Whereas Forrest Gump is one of those classics that's, that has been a classic since it started. Yeah. It will continue to be. Like, you know, like, years from now, people will still be quoting Forrest Gump. Yes. Because... I even just, I just literally heard a joke about Forrest Gump like two days ago. Here's a controversy. Roman Polanski wins Best Director. And this is where, before where I said that if they were to take Will Smith's Oscar away, they need to go back. This is one of the people they uh-huh. definitely would need to go back. And the fact that he was even nominated and won kills me. So he had fled the United States, Roman Polanski, fled the United States after pleading guilty to statutory rape. Still won. What? Yes. Yes. It's still like, it's still his. Like, what? Yes, The Penis is a great movie. It is. I'm not going to deny it. Dude. You know, it's just like what I said, like, in a chat that uh, uh, Sam was a part of. Um, Well, you know, there are, like, some amazing, very talented people who are complete in other assholes and dirtbags. I mean, that's just the sad reality. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we can't pretend like Roman Polanski is not a good director. He is. Problem is, is that he's basically a criminal convicted dirtbag at this point. That's the problem. Right. Right. And, like, the problem is, is, like, he was ready to accept a plea bargain because uh, he was behind bars. And he found out that the judge, or he had been behind bars, he found out that the judge wasn't willing to accept the plea agreement, so he left. This was during the Me Too movement. Like, and all the Academy did was expel him, but he still gets to keep his Oscar. Disgusting. Disgusting. I don't want to talk about it. All right. Kevin Costner wins Best Director over Martin Scorsese. So Martin Scorsese uh, had Goodfellas up, and then Kevin Costner had Dances with Wolves. Again, both. Really good movies, total opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, where Dances with Wolves is like a Western drama, and Goodfellas is a gangster movie. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. They're both good movies. I mean, I can kind of see either one being there. Although, wait, I thought. I'm kind of confused with the way it's written, like. Oh, never mind. I misread it. Never mind. You can cut that part. <laughs> no, I misread something the way they wrote it. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
I get, I kind of get why this is controversial because, you know, people like Scorsese is like one of those directors where it's like, it took him forever right. to win anything. The Leonardo DiCaprio of directors. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, I don't think it's completely wrong that Kevin won because Dances with Wolves is a very good movie. And, right. and what do you know? It's a Western where uh, Native Americans aren't completely treated like garbage and evil people. Right. Yep. You know, so. Poor Martin Scorsese will lose the Oscar again. Uh, actually, I don't know which one was first, but. He lost Best Director over... Uh, Robert Redford won Best Director over Martin Scorsese, and apparently that was a huge thing. Um, Scorsese had Raging Bull. And yeah, I think Raging Bull was first before yeah. Goodfellas. And Robert Redford had uh, Ordinary People. Again, two really good movies. It's just controversial because poor Scorsese... Like you said, Scorsese is just He's a, a fantastic director and get that win. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time. And see what we're going to talk about. Because the three fates decide.